Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, some stats recently showing that uh, this past year at Stampede uh, was a record for Airbnb listings. That it's, it's become a very popular alternative for people looking for accommodations. If you're coming to town, say, for Stampede or, or some other reason, uh, that you got a lot of choice when it comes to, you know, where you're going to put your head down for the night. And it's obviously giving people an opportunity to, to earn a little extra income. If you just assume not be in town for a stampede, for example, well, you've got an opportunity then to uh, rent out your place. Earn a little bit of money, maybe pay for where it is you want to be in, instead of stampede. And someone who wants to be here and, and attend stampede, that, that's an option for them. But I guess if people didn't have the option of Airbnb and they needed to come stay in Calgary or wanted to come stay in Calgary, well, then maybe more than likely they'd, they'd be looking at a hotel otherwise. So is Airbnb competing directly with hotels? And should it be treated like a hotel? I don't know if it's fair to compare a retired couple that rents out a bedroom in their basement to a big international hotel chain. Do we need to look at this, though, as an apples-to-apples comparison? Well, the hotel industry thinks so. The Calgary Hotel Association, in partnership with the Hotel Association of Canada, has released some proposals for how short-term rentals, things like Airbnb, could be better regulated. Joining us to talk more about it is uh, Peggy Athens, Executive Director of the Calgary Hotel Association. Peggy, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, Is it fair to compare people who rent out their, their homes or their apartments or rooms in their home uh, through Airbnb to to hotels and hotel chains? You know, um, true home sharing uh, is is when the host is actually there and renting out their basement or renting out uh, an extra room is 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 totally acceptable and welcomed and and we embrace that and we actually um, welcome the competition and and welcome um, the short-term rental market um, it's important to have all sorts of variety of accommodation uh, in your destination and um, to compete with the the rest of the world um, so it, the true home sharing is is you can't compare it to the hotel industry um, when the host is actually there. What is different, though, is, and we're seeing this, um, what you know started as true home sharing has expanded into a growing trend of people using the platform um, to become commercial operators. And that's, that's the level where we're just looking for uh, a level playing field with the commercial operator. So... Um, I'd say 30% of Calgary's Airbnb listings are rented for more than 90 days, and 5% are rented more than 180 days. 
And that kind of 90-day threshold is significant because it's often kind of used as a threshold for differentiating between a casual um, home sharing um, unit to actually a commercial operator. Okay, so if I, I mean, I, I own a home, I live in my home. If I were to rent out my home, if, I, if I'm going away or if I want to rent out a bedroom in my home, that's different than if I, I buy an apartment that I don't live in and I just, I, I rent it out through Airbnb. Right, exactly. And that's the growing trend. We're seeing, you know, like 70% of the revenue is coming from these units that are rented for more than 90 days. And they're being operated as, as a hotel. But, you know, they, uh, these commercial operators don't pay taxes um, and contribute, they don't contribute any fees to the marketing of the destination. So the hotel industry, I mean, we, you know, as it's a commercial business, so we pay taxes. Right. <laughs> and we also contribute a lot of money to market the destination. So we remit um, 3% of our hotel room uh, revenue to the destination marketing fee, and which which we work with hard with Tourism Calgary to promote the destination and bring tourists here. And it's working. We've sold more hotel rooms in the last 13 months than we have ever, um, which is really something to be proud of because uh, with the downturn of the economy, and it's great to see in the last 13 months, we've sold more hotel rooms than, than ever before. Yeah, well, that is good. Yeah. Um, I, I guess, I mean, it, it's long been the case, though, well before there was even an internet, let alone Airbnb, that the people rented out vacation property, that, that you buy a you know, cabin at the lake, maybe you get a few weeks or a month in the summer to, to spend out there, and, and the rest of the time you rent it out. I mean, right. that, that, that's the long-established practice, and, and that seems to be the kind of thing you're, you're warning against. What, what would be the difference well, then? No, it's really, we're, we're really just focusing on fairness when it comes to the commercial um, short-term rental operator that's basically operating a hotel, but um, uh, avoiding the taxes and fees. And also, um, you know, when, when you're uh, operating multiple units and you're not even, in some cases, in the same city, you'll see some un- unintended consequences. So, you know, as far as uh, nuisance in the neighborhood, you know, noise, complaints or garbage or parking, um, you know, there's even illegal activity sometimes happening. I mean, that's that's um, just un- unintended consequences of, of people renting out multiple units without even being um, in the same city in some cases. So, I mean, we're seeing this right across the world right now. I mean, what started in 2007, Airbnb was renting out a couple beds in a unit in San Francisco has grown to a $30 billion industry. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's here to stay. Like, it's not going to get smaller. <laughs> it's only going to grow. I mean, you look at the listings in Calgary. In 2015, there was 1,400 listings on Airbnb, and now there's close to 4,000. So right. it's, I, I, I estimate, you know, probably in 12, 18 months, there's going to be 8,000. So it's only going to grow. And we're hearing from the public that that there are situations in neighborhoods that are occurring. And, and uh, so that's one issue. And then there's also the fact that these are commercial businesses and they need to have business licenses and contribute taxes like every other commercial business. Like the true home sharing is, is not what we're talking about here at all. Right. Okay, and but I mean, if, if we're talking about someone who owns m- multiple properties and is, mm-hmm. is renting them out exclusively through Airbnb, mm-hmm. they're earning income. Mm-hmm. They're paying taxes on that income. 
Are they not? Well, it's voluntary, yes. It'd be a voluntary situation um, that they would be paying taxes, but uh, it, it would be a, a, they would have to report that income. Right. Well, not and reporting they, it would be tax evasion, then. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. But I, I that's, 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 uh, but, but I guess, okay, but I mean, the point is that people who are earning revenue off of Airbnb are, are already legally obligated to pay taxes. Exactly, exactly. Right. But it's it's difficult when there's no reporting system and no registration. So it it was really, you know, great work that the Hotel Association of Canada uh, took the lead on. And they looked at best practices and guidelines right across the world. And... Um, and like every seriously, every jurisdiction right now in Canada is looking at this. You know, Edmonton, mm-hmm. Calgary, Kelowna, little tiny municipalities are looking at it because it's just it's growing so fast, and there's some you know unintended consequences because of the growth. So we have to get our head around it, right? And so we went and looked and did the research and kind of looked at what were the best practices in the world. And there's kind of like eight tools in the toolbox that you can use to regulate short-term rentals. And to be honest, Airbnb is has um, embraced them in, in lots of the jurisdictions. Um, they just don't voluntarily go, hey, like let's let's regulate. Right. <laughs> so, but they they are regulated in San Francisco, Amsterdam, New York, Toronto, Vancouver. Um, there's so many, you know, uh, New Orleans. There's so many, uh, you know, jurisdictions that have 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 put regulations in place, and they're working. So we kind of looked at those. Okay, there's eight tools in the toolbox. Um, one, the host should register, so you know who's who's um, the who the unit belongs to. Register with the municipality. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, and then the platform should register with the municipality, um, and then hold the platform responsible for only listing those units that are registered with the municipality. Um, and that's being done all over. Airbnb is like, for instance, there's 20 jurisdictions in New York that they're doing that for. Um, so it, it's very po- possible, and it's it's happening. In, like they're they're doing it in other jurisdictions. Um, and then tying it to principal residence is one of the tools that, especially in those cities that have very low um, vacancy rates, so Vancouver, Toronto, San Francisco, where there's just no rental units to for long-term rentals. So they've tied um, short-term rentals to, to your principal residency. And then for us here is, is really the cap on use, usage. Um, you're seeing, you know, limiting rentals to 180 days um, uh, or 90 days. That's kind of the the range that we're seeing in other jurisdictions. And then health and safety standards, like having smoke detectors and fire extinguishers and um, that sort of thing, pest control, uh, just minimal standards so our visitors are safe. But when you talk about people registering, you're talking about everybody registering, right? Anybody. Yeah, and, and yes, exactly. So if you're you're listing your unit on Airbnb or one of the other platforms, you need to register with the municipality. I just say, yeah, I mean, you, you were, I mean, that might discourage some people from doing it. People who don't necessarily rent out their property on Airbnb, but, you know, we're going to be away for a month. Maybe we can rent out our property right. on Airbnb, but now we got to go and we got to register with the city and we got to do right, all of this. Right, right. Well, another jurisdiction, there's, you know, if it's under a certain level, then, then you know, it's it's 
they don't register. So there's, you know, look, it's it's happening um, all over the world, and we're seeing the in in Calgary is it's growing. So we need to at least we need to look at it, and and it's, it's Councilor Sutherland brought forward the notice of motion um, because there were issues in his ward mm-hmm. um, and other councillors have had had the same situation. So um, they directed staff to look at, at, um, at how do we, how do we get our heads around this and everybody across Canada is doing this right now. So that's why we took the lead and did some research and, and just looked at what, what's best practices around the world. And we've produced this paper and we're sharing the information. And so now what happens is staff has, has been working and, and uh, meeting with, with, um, short-term rental operators and the hotel industry and bed, the air, I'm sorry, uh, bed and breakfast and, um, and, and, um, just the, the communities, and uh, they're going to go before the um, Standing Policy Committee on Community and Protective Services uh, the first week in November. And, um, and then we'll look at, at where we're going to go with developing regulations here in Calgary. But it's not about, like, let's, like, take away that, that um, income from the single person renting out their basement or, or the snowbird that wants to rent out their unit you know, for a month while they're in, in uh, Arizona. It's about really just a, a create, creating a fair, open, competitive market in the accommodation business when it comes to commercial business. All right, well, more at uh, CalgaryHotelAssociation.com. Uh, Peggy, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Oh, no, my pleasure. Thanks so much. All right, take care. Uh, that is Peggy Athens, Executive Director of the Calgary Hotel Association, CalgaryHotelAssociation.com. Uh, They're part of the uh, Hotel Association of Canada as well, hotelassociation.ca. So uh, this has been their push, not just in Calgary, but across the country. Do they say level the playing field? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.